I want to welcome Golf Pride to the next on the T family. In golf, light grip pressure releases power. Golf Pride engineered a secret the pros know. A larger lower hand encourages lighter pressure. Plus four technology is designed with four additional layers, which reduces tension in the lower hand to generate more power. Play plus four and experience a secret pros know. Now available on Tour Velvet, the winningest grip on Tour. Grip confidence, grip golf pride. All right, now joining me on the French Lick Resort guest line. This is one of the wonderful things about doing this show and, be, and becoming uh, you know acquaintances and becoming friends from there is uh, is having guys like my next guest, Andy Lano the second joining me on the show. Andy sent me a, a text message on uh, on my drive home tonight, telling me about a recent trip that he had and uh, something that uh, we talked about here on the show a couple of weeks ago out to a course called Old Head. And folks, if you haven't, you know, listened to that segment, please go back, find us on, uh, we're on so many different podcasting sites. Certainly you can find us on Podbean and iHeartRadio and take a look and uh, take a listen to, uh, that, uh, that segment because, uh, it was fortunate enough that, uh, I got to have their, uh, brand manager, Brent Dornforn from Old Head on the show and talking about what a wonderful place it is. And, uh, it has certainly risen to the, one of the top courses that I have on my bucket list to go play. And it's an absolutely spectacular piece of property, one that's you know barely 20 years old, but you'd swear it had to have been there since the the you know 16 or 1700s. Because uh, let me just tell you, it is on a piece of land in Ireland that stretches out two miles. It's a peninsula now, two miles out into the ocean and 300 feet above it, and it's got a great golf course on it. Well, anyway, uh, Andy uh, sent me a text message and said, "Guess what? I played Old Head, and it was spectacular." I said, "Geez." Will you come on the show and talk about what it was like? And he said, absolutely. And I'm very honored that he's taken a few minutes out of his night to come back on the show. Hey, Andy, how are you? Hey, Chris, doing great. Yeah, doing great. Love the show. And uh, yeah, it, you just explained it. It was absolutely fabulous. Yeah. What got you there and what was it like? Well, it, it was a pre-planned trip. I had uh, eight of my buddies. We started last September playing the trip. We, none of us had been to Ireland to play golf, and we heard all the great stories about playing Lynx golf. As you know, it's so much different than American golf because you obviously play it along the ground, which a lot of us don't have a whole lot of experience doing. But, hey, you know, we wanted to go over there and, and give it a whirl. So we scheduled some of the, the six top, really top golf courses in southwest Ireland. over there. And our first course was like Inch where they're actually playing, you know, the Irish Open this week. But anyway, Old Head was our second course. And, you know, you see all the pictures and you hear all the raves and all that. And we had like a two-hour limo ride to it. And we got up to the point and the steel gates opened up. And you go down this single-lane road to the clubhouse. And the minute that happened, that was it for me. I mean, it was fantastic. I mean, the, it was the conditions were outstanding um they treated you just like you know a member because they don't know any different i mean i got the same treatment that you know uh the members the normal members get i mean they did that for everybody the caddies were terrific the the food was terrific after i mean we played it in a 40 to 50 mile an hour wind and my caddy wow. told me that he told me now that it was the sun was out so it was fine but like if I told you some of the stories, like hitting nine irons, 210 yards versus crushing my three wood 185 into the wind. So I'm wow. not sure by any means, but, but the, the challenge is like, 
like your your guest had mentioned about taking on the elements, we definitely took them all on. And the caddy that I had told me that if they had conditions like this for a tournament, everybody would walk in. <laughs> I said, well, it's too pretty out here. There's no way I'm walking in. I can tell you that much. It was, it was amazing. I don't care if I shoot a thousand. It was incredible. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so that's, that's an interesting point, right? I mean, if it, it was sunny and you got 40 to 50 mile an hour winds. Yeah. You'd have to drag me off the course too. How did, but you know, how did you deal? Right? How did you figure out how how far things were going to travel and and all of that, or is that really secondary? Like it doesn't matter what I score. I'm out here at Old Head. Well, this is spectacular. Well, but, I don't care. Yeah, you know what? You're right. But just just being the competitor and the ex kind of competing kind of individual that I am, and having my tour caddy experience, I've caddied in conditions like that many many times. So I I consider myself to have an advantage that day on my on my cohort, so to speak. And then to have the local caddy who had been there quite a long time and to have his input on green reading, et cetera, it was, it was interesting to have him try to say, you know, you probably need to hit this. And I'm thinking, no, bro, I go, I'm going down two clubs and he'd look at me kind of funny. And all of a sudden I hit a nine iron in there 12 feet from 190 because all you do is you just get it up in the wind and the thing just goes and bounces. So it was uh, it was definitely challenging, but um, it, you know it was a uh, quite uh, spec- a very fair golf course, even in the wind. Wide fairways, tremendous condition. I mean, honestly, the greens were lightning, and obviously they got a few of them got borderline unplayable with a 50 mile an hour wind like the. But but I mean, again, that was all kind of secondary. That's just the way it worked out, and we did catch great weather in Ireland, actually. Um, for our six days that we were there. So, Andy, for for those of us who have seen the pictures but wonder what it's like to be on that golf course, condition, wind aside, and all that sort of stuff, kind of take us through it. Like, let us see it through your eyes. What was the golf course like, and what was the scenery and the surroundings like? So, honestly, it, it's pretty hard to concentrate. Um, I'm looking out. Almost every hole, I'm going to think, almost every one of them, I can't remember, maybe one or two where you cannot look out over a cliff. And you've got to be careful where you're walking, too. I mean, they, they are real guarded out there. But, I mean, just the view and to think that you're trying to hit a golf shot. Like I aimed one hole, I remember it was a par three. It looked like you could spit on the green. I aimed it 80 yards right, 80 yards right of it, and the wind brought it back. Like he, and then another time I sent one out over the ocean. Like I tried to hit it in the ocean and the wind blew it back onto the fairway. So you have to have a really kind of a, kind of an imagination that you probably never have taken on before because you really don't get those kind of conditions here unless you're, you know, at pebble or you're on the coast somewhere where it can blow a little bit, whatever. But I mean, like I tell people, and not to knock Pebble, but I mean, this place was Pebble on steroids. It, it was incredible. <laughs> like it was, it was amazing. I, I mean, I, I can't, I can't, you know, say enough great things about it. And like I was saying earlier to you, I look forward to getting another swing at it when I actually know where I'm going. Because you know, when you play a course blind, it's kind of tough to try to figure out, you know. But when you get that one round, and you kind of know, you know what. 
I, I, I know that knobs over there, or I know that certain things kind of in that place, and that that makes it even more fun. You mentioned, you know, having to be careful where you walk because, again, it sits about 300 feet above the Atlantic Ocean and you got rocks and all that other stuff. So, you know, when you're peering over the edge every once in a while, what's it like? Well, the way I was playing golf that that day, I almost wanted to jump, but I didn't because, you know, it, it's, it, <laughs> it, it, you can't you can't take yourself too serious or golf too serious, but. I mean, it, it's it's honestly you just you just are amazed that God could put a place like that on this earth, and I mean it is in, in the creation of the individual that went out there, and he did and, and was able to make it like it's not like it, it's a very playable kind of place, and it and it looks like it's been there a thousand years and it's only been there twenty years, which is a real compliment to it. I mean the the clubhouse is very new and very outstanding and beautiful and the food that we had in there was terrific and but yeah i mean the the whole thing is it's you know as you know golf's a sport of concentration but it's hard to concentrate out there when you're looking at waves crash and and i mean the, the wind was whistling and the the, the water i mean it was just it's it was uh i i've never had an experience like that and i've been all over the world and caddied in some spectacular places but that one definitely reached the top of my list after, you know, and I just feel fortunate enough that I was able to, you know, go out there and spend four and a half hours. One of the things you definitely, that, uh, you, Brent you definitely us, need to go for sure. <laughs> Put yeah, it on your bucket I promise list. you. I, uh, Absolutely. I, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. After, after Augusta national and the old course comes old head on my bucket list, Andy, I promise you that's it's risen quickly to the top. One of the things that uh, that Brent told when he came on the show was how they had uh, you know some severe storms you know back in the day and uh, waves crashing all the way up onto the golf course. So you figure that's 300-ish feet. He said they came out one time and there was just littered the the the, uh, the golf course was littered with golf balls that the ocean theoretically spit back out and uh, because of the waves. Can you imagine something like that happening? Is that something that Seems like folklore, or, or having experienced the fifty no, mile an hour winds, can you say, you know what, that could happen? No, no, I I believe them, and and I can say that I donated, and one of those balls might have been mine. But I mean, I I, I can <laughs> say that it, it's definitely for sure feasible. And the the interesting story that the caddy told me, he said that when the fog comes in there, because all of a sudden you could be playing and it's perfect, and all of a sudden fog comes in. They blow a horn and they tell everybody to stand still. They do not want you to move. They actually come out and get you. So, I mean, that's kind of freaky when you think about it. You know, you, you, yeah. if you're at a golf course, you could find your way back to the They don't even want anybody because you, if you, you know, make a mistake, it, there isn't much room out there. You could, you know, it might not be good. So when he told me that and after walking five or six, seven holes, I'm like, yeah, I can see that for sure. But for sure on the, I mean, Mother Nature is something, as you know, you can never underestimate. And if those swells <laughs> are getting that high and blasting up on it, and that fairway that he talks about actually is kind of a downhill um, par five, number 17, pretty hole. So I don't want to say it wasn't the highest of the 300 feet, but it was still quite a drop from there. And I, it wouldn't surprise me at all to have, have the, uh, um, the ocean and the Atlantic ocean spit those balls back out onto the property that I'm a believer after what I saw for sure. 
Andy, just a couple more, a couple more before I let you go. And you said you've caddied out there where there have been, you know, conditions similar to that. What kind of events did you, uh, were you a caddy at where you saw winds that uh, that whipped that hard? Well, let's see. The well, one of them for sure was uh, the. I don't know if you remember, but you might. The, the Honda Classic. We used to play it at TPC. Um, what was it? Eagle Trace. Eagle Trace. Okay. So this is a course where, you know, in Florida, and I, I mean, like the average score when we got done that day, was like 78 for the PGA Tour. So if you shot wow. four, four, you shot, a, I think par was 72. If you shot two or three over, you picked up tons on the field. And if you go back, obviously the Honda is not played there anymore. Um, you know, they moved courses, but that was one of one of the high wind places that that I played. Pebble Beach got up there a few times in the in the AT and T for sure, um, to where you know you were lucky. You know, if your rotation you were on Spyglass, you were loving life because you sure didn't want to be on Pebble trying to play six, seven, eight, nine, and ten in a left to right crosswind blowing forty. I mean, it's just it, it's just it's it. The wind is the most feared element of any PGA Tour golfer, and he'll be the first to tell you that. They'll play in the rain, they'll play in the cold, they'll play in everything, but the wind is the one that is the great equalizer, the one that they really can't conquer, or they can, but that's the hardest one for them to conquer, is what I saw in my experience out there. So, Andy, before I let you go, and just to finish up on Old Head, uh, you've certainly seen all the world's best for, for the most part. Where does Old Head rank for you amongst uh, the best courses to play? I mean, for me, it's in, it's in my top five. Okay, so obviously I put the Masters and I put, you know, I put St. You know, Andrews is more historic for me. Um, but, yeah. you know, I, I mean, I like L.A. North. I mean, I like some of the McKenzie places like the, the Valley Club and, Pasa Tiempo and some of the, you know, the West Coast secrets. And, you know, there's some great, you know, obviously some tons of great courses here in America. But, I mean, this place, I mean, I, I, I haven't seen anything close to it. Like I said, I mean, Pebble Beach would be the closest that I've seen. And I haven't played a lot of courses on cliffs like that. But, I mean, this it's magnificent. And, and to think, I mean, the, the, the rate to play it as a non-member is 430 bucks. Well, they charge like, I think it's over 500 now to play Pebble. So it's a heck of right. a deal <laughs> to say the least. So like I said, if anyone's thinking about going to, out to Ireland and they're going to go, make sure you go and find a way that, that your, your scheduling company or whoever they, that you're working with, that they get that one in there because it is special. For sure, Andy. Thank you so much. First of all, for uh, for sharing it with me on my way home, and then second, uh, for taking time out of your night to come back and uh, and tell the story. It was awfully nice of you to do both of those things. I hope you'll come back and join me again soon and talk about all the great places that you get to play and uh, whether it's now or the ones that you have seen. Because uh, it's been great having you. Uh, it was a, a couple of weeks ago when you were part of the show. And certainly again tonight, thank you so much for your time. Well, I appreciate appreciate it, Chris, and love the show. And, and uh, anytime I can contribute to help you out, I'm here for you. I appreciate it. Hey, let our listeners know how they can follow you on social media. So social media, I'm on, uh, you can A-Lano2 on Twitter. 
and then it's a g lano two on Instagram, and uh, and got, and they can go to you know www.golfmastery.net and they can check out you know my experiences and and uh, things that I'm doing now to help grow the game of golf. Andy, again, thank you so much, my friend. Uh, you're spectacular. I look forward to catching up with you again soon. Thank you, Chris. Travel safe on the way home. Take care. <laughs> See you, Andy. Thank you. You too. It's Andy Lano. L-A-N-O and uh, I know, two I's, so for two. So Andy Lano, too. He's, uh, he's a great follow. He's doing a lot of really good things. Golfmastery.net is his uh, website. Check him out there as well. And, folks, again, if you haven't you know, checked out Oldhead, oldhead.com, very easy. Go check out the pictures and then their website and take a look at how spectacular that piece of property is. And how great that golf course is. And you'll understand why I and my good friend, you know, uh, you know, not only Andy, but my boy Angelo Kane uh, as well. When uh, he heard the, the segment of the show, went to check it out and said, we got to go. He's like, that is now at the top of my, you know, my must playlist, my bucket list course. And uh, I couldn't agree with him more. We got to make sure that we make that happen because it is a uh, it's uh, it really is something, folks. And you'll see when you go check out their website. All right, folks, time for me to put a bow on this edition of Next on the T. want to send out my sincere thanks to Tim Cusick, Mike Landry, Jack Dale, and Andy Lano for being a part of the show tonight. Please check out our website, nextonthetee.net, to keep up to date with our guest schedule so you can see who's uh, going to be joining us. Please check us out on, uh, like I say, lots of different podcasting sites. Very much uh, want to send out our thanks to launchpaddm.com for uh for uh, you know asking us to be a part of their uh, website they've got a lot of great podcasts over there they're featuring us right there on their homepage. and uh, the more uh, likes and the more listens and the more subscriptions that we get over on that site uh we can uh, give us the opportunity to get on podcast one and that is one of the biggest uh, podcasting sites there is so please check us out on launchpaddm.com click the subscribe button we'd really appreciate that you can also stream the show on Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audioboom, Player.fm, uh, pretty much any place that you consume podcasts, you'll be able to find the show. So check us out and, uh, and uh, make us a part of your, uh, your whether it's your, your commute, your time at the gym, your time shopping, or uh, just sitting at home. Uh, we really appreciate the fact that you're listening to Next on the Tee and you're making us a part of your golfing content. Thank you so much. Until next week, hit them straight, my friends.